0: enjoy today's podcast.
1: And welcome to another edition of the Fan the Flames cell group meeting, fellowship meeting, thank you, Megan. <laughs> and uh, we got the uh, regular world overcomers in the house. Everyone just open up your mouth and shout a glory hallelujah. A glory yeah. <laughs> and let's uh, jump into a word of prayer because God is good to us yes. and He's going to spoil us. Tonight is a night of spoils. Oh, really? Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for loving me and loving these people the way you love us. And I don't even have like the uh, vast understanding yet a comprehension yet of the depth of your love. But I'm going to grow into it. But the love that you have for us, when you look at us, you don't condemn us at all. When you look at us, in your eyes we are flawless. And I thank you for that. And you are thrilled that we join you tonight in faith. It makes you happy. Fill our hearts tonight with your precious word that brings faith, Father. Thank you for what you have to say to your kitties. I know you absolutely adore each and every one of them. Makes you smile real big. And so, Dad, I've got to get out of your way. I'm just a vessel, you know. I'm a vessel for you. So, Lord, you think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords. And, Lord, help everyone that's tuned in tonight, everyone that is, is live streaming tonight. Give them ears to hear your words of love. Give them eyes to see what daddy's just got prepared for them. And give them a heart that can understand. Why these things, Lord? Because you said, and um, when you say something, we pay attention. You said that when there's understanding, The devil can't steal it from him. I don't want the devil to steal this amazing word from your kiddies tonight. And so um, have your way, Dad. Enjoy. This is your time. And uh, everyone who agrees with me, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are on part seven of our faith series from start to finish.
0: Is this the last episode? I don't think so. I'm just thinking no.
1: seven episodes, <laughs> day of rest. Okay, so we've been discussing faith, and uh, like we spoke about earlier, why are we breaking these things down into a series? It's because people don't know. A lot of Christians don't even refer to faith. Yes. It's a problem. Uh, In my personal experience, and I've met a lot of people, as I've said before, you guys know this. Mm -hmm. God has just supernaturally allowed me to come across many, many, many people. Some people have stayed. Some people have left. Some people were just fleeting, you know. But in all those times that I've come across people, people would ask me for prayer. But people don't talk to me about their faith. And it's a problem. Because your prayer has to be by faith. So if you don't even have faith, how's your prayer going to work? So here God says, as a newborn believer, when you get transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, as it says in Colossians it says that the just shall live by faith and we we've been through that it's a lifestyle you live by faith it says so in the book of hebrews chapter 10 and we covered other uh, scriptures about that it's supposed to be a complete lifestyle so you're supposed to transition when you it's not just about i think when people hear about jesus has transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son i think a lot of christians just leave it at that and that's a problem you don't actually understand that now that you've been transferred into the kingdom of his dear son you're supposed to change culture you're supposed to change lifestyle your language changes your language goes from fear to faith. You go from hate to love. Talking as, if it is. Talking as if it is. And you're supposed to completely live for God. And that's the whole thing. But Christians just get born again and then they kind of get left there. And so many, especially in South Africa, so many don't know what they are sitting with. And that's why God raises up ministries like this, and the devil tries to put uh, severe pressure on them. And let me just share a dream that I had, guys. Those who are streaming online, I had a dream uh, not too long ago about this ministry, and the Lord showed me this table. Yeah, and uh, the the team, the ministry team itself, we were there, and we were pressed up this this table just just fitted in if i can say like a little cul-de-sac room type of thing and it was just 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 big enough for megan and myself to stand on one side and the and andrew and morris to stand on the other side and we were pressed up against the wall and when there was something that happened and when i looked again the table was moved down the passage into a bigger room and the room was so huge, and this table was now in the corner, and we were just kind of in the corner. And the Lord showed me promotions coming to the ministry. And when I looked down the passage, the Lord showed me the amount of devils that were trying to stop this ministry from growing. And we didn't know it. We, we weren't aware of it. Yeah. But I do see it. I'm starting to see it in places. Mm. And the devil is petrified of this ministry getting out there because we don't take nonsense no. and we don't preach candy floss nonsense and everything's going to be fine and everyone just accepts it and we things yeah we tell you straight listen stop talking that nonsense we live by faith here start speaking the word starts quoting quoting scripture have you listened to your messages yes. we we'll get what on you, you yeah what scripture on? are you standing on that type of thing <laughs> And this is something that makes the devils, you know, they get weak in their knees. Mm. And it's not out of love. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. So, and it's all there to strengthen God's people. That's all. It's there to strengthen God's people. Open up their eyes. Guys, you're sitting with tremendous power. And the devil will take advantage of your ignorance. So, if it's something you don't know, he'll move in there yes. and he'll spin lies in your head. And if you believe it, you won't know. If you're ignorant, you can't tell the difference between the truth and a lie. Mm. And you'll fall for it. Mm. And the devil will, he all he can do, he doesn't have power. Jesus stripped him of his power, you see. Yes. So what happens is he talks you out of your victory. That's as far as, he's, that's as, far as he goes. He doesn't have power because you don't speak it. But yeah. only once you speak in it that, that you can
0: grab that and
1: use it. Exactly right. So we're just going to go again to 1 John chapter 5. And we're just going to go over some things. And the Lord is, he's got the show. Uh, King James and 1st John chapter 5 verse 4 and we're just going to refresh our memories when you're there say amen, amen. amen. Uh, for whatsoever whatsoever is born of Satan no. huh? Mm-hmm. whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world see that's before you can overcome the world you need to be born of God That's where it starts. This is why it's so crucial to get born again. You're not born again. Forget it. You lost all rights to overcome the world. You must not take what they throw at you. The kitchen's in comes your way. Stick your head out. Take it. But if you're born of God, you don't have to put up with that. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Wow, that's good news. This is the victory that overcometh. The world, even our faith. <coughs> Susan, I saw you get a little bit stirred up there. <laughs> so here's good news. This scripture says that whatever the world is throwing at you, you can overcome it every single time. You got victory. Even our faith. That is how you overcome the world. But now, why is it that the church is not experiencing this victory? Why? Because they don't even know about the term faith. Everyone's talking about prayer. Everyone is talking about prayer. No one's talking about faith. (laughs) Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes back, will He find prayer in the earth? Did He, did he not say that? What did He say? Will he, find faith? will he find faith? You see why it's so important to understand how important faith is. It doesn't say this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our prayer. It doesn't say that. It says this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Uh, let's just quickly go to Mark. I'm just following the direction of the Spirit here. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, and we'll look at verse 22 to 24. My favorite scriptures. Amen. Amen. And Jesus answering said to them, "Have faith in God." Didn't say have pray in God. Make sure you pray. Now I'm not I'm not disqualifying pray. Don't get me wrong. Yeah but i'm putting things into perspective how they should be jesus spoke about faith first so let's follow the author and the finish of our faith does he make mistakes No. yeah he says jesus answering and said to them have faith In God, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Okay, before I go any further, if you look in your cross-reference, some of you, if you look down in the middle of your Bible, there should be a little bit of a note there where it says, have faith in God. There should be a little number there or something. And if you look at the bottom, it says, have the faith of God. Okay? Or you can say it like this in our current vernacular. This is what Jesus was saying this is how faith works this is how the faith of god works you want to know how faith works once you got it now now we know how to get it how do we get it the preached word but now but now you can't keep it on the inside of you it's got to go it's got to move he says have the faith of god for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Now stop right there. Do you see anything mentioned about prayer in those verses? Isn't that interesting? But yet the term faith is mentioned. Jesus starts off with, and he says, have the faith of God, or here is how the faith of God works. Pray. No. He says, once the faith is on the inside of you, once you start speaking it, he says, that is how faith is released. That's how faith works, just by saying it. Now watch this. If you look in those verses as well, you'll notice the word say, saith, saith is mentioned three times and the word believe is mentioned once. Mm. So you need to say it three times, more. three times more than what you believe it. Now watch this, we can carry on. Therefore I say unto you, verse 24, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe That you receive them and you shall have them. Faith works without praying. Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah. You see that? Yeah.
1: Faith works without praying Mm. just by saying it. So everyone is focused on prayer, talking about prayer, 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 prayer prayer all the time. I'm not disqualifying prayer, but prayer is not the only time that faith is working. Faith is working when you are speaking. Yeah. And your prayer is receiving. That's what it is. Prayer is a place of receiving. But even prayer, you're still speaking. Yes. Yes. So either way, yeah. you're talking. Yes. But now don't pray. This is, this is what people do. We pray, we pray our little prayer, and we feel holy. And then right afterwards, the words of doubt start spitting out their mouth. Well, guess what? That's not faith. No. You can't say, no, I prayed. And then you speak the world of doubt and unbelief. You just canceled your own prayer.
0: Well, what did Kenneth Hagin say? He said, when you say it, you can say it. Um, wait, how did he say it now? So when you pray, yeah, you still have to say it. You still it. have to say it. But when you, in the case of faith, you can just speak it. You can just speak it. Thank you for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. Like faith is released by words, yes. so when you pray, you've got to make sure that whatever you're praying, your words line up with that prayer. Yes. Because, a lot yeah. like you just said, um, don't, don't be in a place where you pray something and then you walk away from the prayer and your words contradict what you just said. That's completed. right,
1: yes. it must be Bible based. So, when you pray your prayer, ultimately, mm-hmm. your prayers, when, you, when you're done praying. Your words after that must still line up with the prayer. Yes. Yes. And it's still got to be that way the next day. Yes. So we believe in God for South Africa is delivered from load shedding. Yes. We, we pray that. We believe God. And then the next day we're like, yes. Now the next day we're like, yo, it's load shedding again. When's this country ever going to get out of this? Guess what? you useless at praying. You're a double-minded man. Yeah. I don't need your prayers. Because guess what? It actually doesn't count as prayer. No, it
0: doesn't. No. Those words literally cancelled out.
1: Exactly. You it, oh, brother, you're nitpicking now. Let me tell you something. This is, this is how God's system works. Mm. Your prayer and your words have got to consistently be the same yes. all the time mm. you don't give your flesh a break yeah, and your also No. so now this goes back to uh first john when i mentioned it mm-hmm. uh first john chapter five this is the victory you see what we're talking about yes. this is the victory that overcomes the world yes. even our faith okay. you see it's not about the prayer but prayer is mentioned And we don't disqualify prayer, but put things in their proper order. Focus on the faith. Like I said, Jesus said, when he comes back, will he find prayer Mm -hmm. in the earth? Yeah. Will he find faith? That's what we're talking about. You can't. uh, We're talking about, in this episode, we're talking about taking it. Okay. We're talking about taking possession of it if you look in mark eleven twenty four, it says when you pray believe that you receive and you will have it not might have it yeah. you will have it so according to that statement what is our responsibility anyone to receive to receive to mm-hmm. we must Believe that we receive. Okay? So if we look in the Greek, and I've mentioned this many, many times, the word receive in the Greek literally means to take. You've got to take it. So where does that leave God in all of this? Because a lot of people think it's still with Him, they still think it's with Him, and they think it's rude. To say something like that. They think it's rude to make that kind of a statement. But here Jesus is teaching us. He first starts off and he says. Have the faith of God. Or this is how God's faith works. Okay. You you got a situation. A situation your medical aid can't sort out for you. A situation your your insurance policy refuses to, to help you with. A situation that money can't deal with. You're in a situation now where your back is up against the wall. You need God. And you find out where exactly your faith is on the Richter scale. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And now you've got to find out, hey man, this is actually up to me. This is not up to God. example. Yeah. This is up to me because Jesus teaches us faith. And he says to us, have faith in God or here's how the faith of God works. And he says, you must speak it. And when I look here, he says, you, you, if you say to the mountain, be removed, be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. But you believe that those things which you which you say shall come to pass. You will have. You will have powerful word not, might, but you not might that's what i love about faith it's an insurance policy it's a guarantee if you are in faith you will have not might have you will have if you believe what you say you will have what you prayed said. what you said Then he goes on to verse 24 and he says, what things ever you desire when you pray, believe, and I'm going to take take this from the Greek, believe that you took them. Mm. Believe that you took, what, believe that God gave it to you? Or believe that you took it? Believe that you took it. Believe that you took it. And again, he says, you will have it. Mm. You will have it. But this goes back to the preached word. Yes. Faith.
0: Holding up your confidence in yeah. that.
1: And we looked at the words faith in our current vernacular so that we don't get caught up and, you know on uh, bureaucracy and red tape and all that. Faith in our current vernacular just simply means to be fully persuaded. It just simply means to be convinced. It simply means to be having confidence in what God has promised you. In other words, you have confidence in what Jesus has accomplished for you. You believe what he's done has been sorted. This is not still going to be sorted. It's, it's, already done. it's sorted. That's where your confidence lies. And that's where the preaching of the word Comes into play. Now, how do you take something? With your words. With your words, yes. Oh, thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, With your actions, yes. But ultimately, the only way you can do that is by you meditating yeah. on what He has promised you. And this goes back to Mark chapter 4. Let's just go back to Mark chapter 4 quickly. I love Mark chapter 4. And if you're getting irritated by Mark chapter 4, you need to go and read it. <laughs> until you don't get irritated. Do you know? uh, no, we're going to we're going to look at verse 26. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. Amen. And Jesus said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Now, we know from this chapter, he's just it's going over the same thing over and over again. But yeah, he is explaining it in greater detail. And from verse 13, he said, so is, so is the kingdom of God, he said, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. But he said, the, the sower sows the word. Okay, And we know that is the preached word. So look at this. This is a very good definition of meditation. He said, "So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up." He knoweth not how. For the earth brings forth fruit of herself. first the blade, then the ear. After that, the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth immediately, he puts in the sickle because the harvest is come. Now, what I want you to see in this definition right here from verse 26 to 29 number one, he said, So is the kingdom of God. Number two, it's a process. This is a process. So much of the time, the church is looking for fruit. So much of the time, the church is looking for miracles. And I've heard this countless of times. I've heard ministers like Kenneth Yagen. I've heard people like Keith Moore saying that they're going to have a healing meeting and the people need healing. But they run the convention maybe from Monday to Friday, maybe from Monday to Sunday. That's right. It's a buildup. And what are they doing all through the week? They're teaching on healing and they're going through healing scriptures. And the man of God is busy preaching the word on healing. And why is it important? If you're a sick person, why is it important for you to be there? Because you need faith for healing. Yeah, faith comes from yeah. hearing. And so much of the time there's a little bit of people that are faithful to come to the meeting Monday to Saturday. Let's let's say it's a seven-day meeting. And on the last night, on a Sunday night, the healing line is long. And then you know what happens? the man of God or the woman of God lays hands on the sick and a big portion of them don't get healed. A big wasn't all Thank you. A big portion wasn't there all week. Mm-hmm. And what are they trying to do? Shortcuts. They're trying to take shortcuts. They want to they pluck fruit. No. They want to pluck fruit from a tree that does not exist. No. And you can't do that. You've got to have that image built up on the inside of you. He says, this is how the kingdom of God works. A man sows the seed, which is the preached word, and he listens to it. He listens to it. He's listening to it day and night. He's listening to it day and night. And then when the time comes, that word is busy growing. That word is busy growing all the time. Now there comes a time, where that little plant. Begins to show buds. This thing is guaranteed. And from that. It starts to blossom. Into flowers. And when the flower eventually dies. You see it's a whole process. But Yes. It's a whole process. And then when that flower dies. The fruit of it comes forth. Then you can go. And harvest. But people are not doing it. So we're back to taking it. Quick they want a quick fix. Yes. Now he says, Jesus said, have the faith of God, or this is how the faith of God works. Whoa. Whoa. This is not to everyone. Amen. Yes. When he said that, he was talking about faith. Yeah. He wasn't talking about your mind being stimulated. No faith there. He's not talking to that group of people because unfortunately there's a massive group of those kind of folks that exist. They want the miracles. They want God to move in their life, but they don't want to sit and listen to his word. Yeah, And then they come there and then the man of God lays hands on them no miracle. And then they bring up YouTube videos. Oh, this minister's fake. This minister's fake. Why don't you tell the truth and tell everyone you've got no relationship with God whatsoever? Why don't you tell the truth and tell the world that you don't have anything on the inside of you, but yet you're trying to pluck fruit from a tree that does not exist you trying to bypass Jesus' system. How on earth are you going to do that? You can't do that. You can, however, speak faith when you've got faith. See, when you're busy listening to the word preached and so forth. But now, let's go to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Oh, I went to Joshua eight. <laughs> Pretend that you guys aren't there yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. I'm still scrolling. <laughs> okay. Joshua chapter one verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you'll meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make your way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. If we can go to Proverbs chapter 4 quickly. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to 23. When you're there, say Amen. My son, attend to my words. This is part of meditation. This is part of allowing that plant, the kingdom of God, to operate on the inside of you. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Watch this, verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Talks about the heart. He says, number one, incline your ear to my sayings. So that's hearing the word. He says, don't let your eyes depart from it. That's keeping your eyes on the written word. That's watching the broadcast. Watch this. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Isn't that what Jesus said in Mark chapter 4? Mm-hmm. The sower sows the word. Mm-hmm. And then he says the word goes down into your heart. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That's where it gets converted into faith. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Yeah. It gets converted and it becomes an energy called faith. It's the exact same system for your flesh. You eat food and your food goes into your system and your system breaks it down and digests it and it goes into your bloodstream and it gets converted into a force called energy. You try and not eat for a few days, then your body is depleted of energy. You need energy. To run the body. So likewise, you need faith to run your spirit. Yes. But people fast the wrong the wrong side. He says now uh, can you see? Can you see this? If I'm looking at Joshua, uh, he says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You will meditate then day and night, day and night, day and night that you may observe to do according to all that's written in, only then will you make your way prosperous. Only then will you have good success. Okay. Over here, he says, attend to my words in, in Proverbs chapter four, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, let them not depart from your eyes. You are becoming convinced you do this enough you start becoming convinced of what God has been trying to get across to you all the time that you are already healed that you are already made whole that you are already prosperous that you are already blessed that you are already got that you already got wisdom that you are already employed he's the one can you imagine I don't know how frustrating it must be for him as a dad because these things are already accomplished in Christ Jesus. But he's waiting for you to take it. But you can't take nothing if you got no tree on the inside of you. Forget the fruit. There's no fruit to pluck because there's no tree for the fruit to grow on in the first place. But yet you just want miracles. And Jesus says you can't bypass this system. You've got to go through it. You've got to grow the tree. You've got to become, if for lack of a better term, you've got to become obsessed with his word. Yes. It's got to drown out the world. What's the world full of? Doubt. Yes. Yeah. The world is your enemy. You're not supposed to be hanging out with the world. You're not supposed to be speaking their language. Don't go to their doctor's. Don't go to their psychologist. Don't go to their mechanics if they are not honoring God. If they especially if they're honoring other religions, don't do that, man. You may, you you've got to drown out the world. If it's finances you need, if it's healing you need, whatever it is that your father has provided for you, you've got to meditate on what he said. And you've got to do it for him as well. Why? Because what's the, what's the greatest command? Love no. To love your father first. You're doing this for him. And it gives him pleasure. It gives him pleasure when you put him first. Yes. You find out that He is for you. You start getting excited. Dad, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you because this makes you happy. You become so consumed, you don't listen to anything else. Um, I want to listen to this. I want to quote some scriptures here, uh, different translations. Matthew 9, verse 20 to 22. Matthew 9, 20 to 22 Um, I'm reading from the Amplified. And then I'm going to read from the New American Standard Bible. And then I want to point out an error in the Message Bible. And then I'm going to quote the Passion Translation. I really want you to get this. Okay, from the Amplified Bible. Then the woman who had suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him. And touch the tassel fringe of his outer robe, for she had been saying to herself, if only she had been saying, what's her key word? She had been saying, what did Jesus say? Have faith in God, whosoever will say. She had been saying, she's been speaking this. She's been speaking this so much. Now, she said this so much, now she's acting out on it. She's out there. She's in the crowd. She touched the, his outer robe. For she'd been saying to herself, "If I only touch his outer robe, I will be healed." She didn't say, um, "This is taking it, guys. I will be healed." Yes. You don't dare talk her out of it. I will be. i just if I just touch. If I could just touch, I know I'm gonna be healed. And she said it and she said it and she said it until, man, she had to get out there. And Jesus turning, seeing her, said, take courage, daughter. Your personal trust and confident faith in me is not complete yet because I must ask God if it's his perfect will. (laughs) Huh?
0: That doesn't say it,
1: yeah. This funny, funny stuff is brought you into the church. There's people that believe that junk. Well, we don't know if it's the will of God. Well, Jesus told this woman, it's your faith that has made you well. It's your faith that has made you well. And at once the woman was completely healed. Let's read this from the New American Standard Bible. And a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, for she was saying to herself, for she was saying to herself, get get these phrases. She was saying to herself, remember Jesus called it faith. We are watching faith in operation here. Faith getting results. This is the victory that overcomes the world. She turned to the world, and I mean, you know the story, for 12 years, doctors operated on her, and she spent money for 12 years, and she did not win. But here, a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, for she was saying to herself, she said it, Jesus said, have the faith of God, whosoever shall say To this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He will have, he will have, he will have whatsoever God decides to answer. He will have whatsoever he says. Well, what was this woman saying? She was saying to herself, if only I touch his garment, I will get well. Mm. Jesus said, you will have whatsoever you say. Did she say this? Did she get well? Yes. So what Jesus said, is tell, he's telling the truth. Eh? Yes. Have the faith of God. Mm. We're talking about taking it. She definitely took it. Daughter, take courage. Your faith, your faith, your faith. At once the woman was made well. Look at the Message Bible. Look at Here's the error. Some people just read this and not notice it. Mm-hmm. Just then a woman who had hemorrhage for 12 years slipped in from behind and lightly touched his robe. She was thinking to herself. Mm-hmm. She was thinking to herself, if I can just put a finger on his robe, I'll get well. Jesus turned, caught her at it. Then he reassured her. Courage, daughter. You took a risk of faith and now you're well. Wow, that sounds like um, there's no guarantee there. You took a risk and um, fortunately it paid off for you. But don't, don't, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> Listen, if he says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith, how's it a risk? And how you can you risk if you don't trust God? Did Jesus said have the faith of God whosoever thinketh Ooh. in his heart? Mountain, you're thinking in your heart, not saying a word. <laughs> That's not scripture. I love I love the passion translation. Man, you gotta get them. if you don't have this, you gotta get this underlined, you gotta get it highlighted. This is good suddenly a woman came from behind Jesus and touched the tassel of his prayer shawl for healing she had been suffering from continual bleeding for 12 years but had faith that Jesus could heal her for she kept saying to herself wow for she kept did she say this once For she kept saying to herself, if only, if I could only touch his prayer shawl, I would be healed. Just then Jesus turned around and looked at her and said, my daughter, be encouraged. Your faith, your faith has healed you. And instantly she was healed. Is the problem today Jesus? Is the problem today God answering your prayers? Why is he taking his sweet time. Is that, is that a problem? Is that his problem? No. We can see today that God is not the issue. Because every time Jesus is encouraging these people and telling them, your faith, yes. it's your faith. But then when you go and look at them, they are speaking. They are speaking. They are saying it. They are saying it. Now watch this. I want to look at uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 to verse 37. Matthew and King James Version, Matthew 12, verse 33 to 37. Now, uh, while you guys are looking for that, I want you to understand that the original language that was first founded on planet Earth is the Hebrew language. When God spoke to Adam and Eve, he spoke in Hebrew to them. Okay, a lot of people say the the foundation of the world was Africa. God started in Africa. Um, liar! It's uh, the Bible tells us it was in Iraq. That's where it started. And God started with two people, and He spoke the original language Hebrew, spoke to them. And uh, the Hebrew language is very simple, and it actually works on a will. For those who don't know, and every word is a root to another word, and even the numbers, are, even the numbers have got the alphabet in it. They, we call it the alphabet; they call it the alphabet. Okay, so this is very, very important. It's the original language. There is no. Problems. There is no errors in their language. Their language is perfect. It's flawless. Um, what's the one word that we uh, we use? The word coincidence. Oh, what a coincidence! But if you look in the original Hebrew language, that word doesn't exist. The Jews don't believe in coincidence. So these are these statements are very 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 powerful. Now, Jesus said here, either, I'm reading, are you guys there? Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. He's talking about you on the inside. This is back to Mark chapter 4. He's talking about the kingdom of God. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? Okay, so now we're at a place where he's pretty ticked off and there's a rebuke going on here. So we know he's not talking about trees anymore. (laughs) Okay. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Okay. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Watch this. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. Underline that word, things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. Underline that word, things. But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by your words, thou shalt be justified. And by your words, thou shalt be condemned, okay? Now, he's talking about fruit. Now, watch this. He says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak, okay? Mm -hmm. This is important. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Now, I told you to underline the word things. Mm -hmm. Guess what? the root word for things is in the Hebrew language, Mm -hmm. words. And if you talk to a Jew, they'll tell you words equal things. It's in their alphabet. Words equal things. Things equal words. So when you speak words, they produce things.
0: That's how God works. He spoke things into existence by his words. Yeah. They um, words are creating things.
1: Yeah. Now, remember out of the abundance of the heart? Yeah. So what's the focus? This is go this goes back to meditation. This goes back to the preached yeah. word. Why are we doing this? How can you take it? How do you take it? Why is it up to you? It's about meditation it's about consuming yourself with so much of that word until it's in there in abundance and when it's in there in abundance guess what there's no more place for it to go it's got to come out it's got to come out and when it comes out we know what's in your heart when you start opening up that jaw of yours my, my mom always says that. She, and then you know she's been a bit sarcastic. She, she says, well, uh, you got a loose jaw that you must know. You've been talking too much. She's Texas. She's from Texas. <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> glory to God. Mama, forgive me. <laughs> but, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Remember? Jesus said, here's faith. Here's how God's faith works. You're going to say it. But it only works if you've got faith in your heart. What happened to this woman? Let's, let's look at her translation again from the, the Passion Translation. She kept saying to herself. She kept saying to herself. So guess what? Jesus. We know that Jesus's fame spread abroad. The Scripture tells us that. The fame of Jesus spread right up into the palace where the the kings and so forth, they were very impressed and they were asking, who's this man? And his fame spread right through the city, right down into the jail cells where the people knew about him. So there were many, many, many people that were hearing what was going on, hearing the testimonies, hearing the preached word. So obviously this woman heard it so much and she just said, man, she started saying it, and she's hearing stories, and she said it, and she got so consumed, and she got so filled up with the word, it had to come out somewhere, and she took it. Glory to God. See, this is something that you can't force. This is something you've got you to gotta let the tree grow. Yeah, It's not a once-off thing. You've got to keep hearing it and you've got to keep hearing it and you've got to keep hearing it and that's meditation. Meditation is seeing this thing and until you're completely consumed and you don't see anything else anymore that you are so thoroughly convinced that it can't stay on the inside of you that it starts coming out of your mouth. And I, I just touch his garment, I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. That's when you took it. That's when it's yours. Yes. And she went out there. And man, she harvested. Amen. Amen. If uh, in closing, I just want to look at Mary. Luke chapter 1 verse 38. Has this blessed you so far? Yes. yes. Luke, <laughs> Luke chapter 1 verse 38. When you there, say glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Mary said, now remember, an angel of the Lord appeared unto her. And this angel is talking to her. And now she's replying. Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord. (laughs) Be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And if you read in other places, the scripture talks about Mary and it says she pondered all these things in her heart. What was she doing?
0: Meditating.
1: She's meditating. She's thinking about it. This angel spoke the word. He preached the word to her. And she said, be it according to your word. And the angel departed from her. John chapter 1, let's go there. We, we're going to see now if uh, Mary's faith worked. Let's see if she took it. John chapter 1, verse 14. Amen. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory hallelujah, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. If you look at Mary's life, what happened, uh, she took a break for a while. After she received that word, after a couple of months, she went to Elizabeth. And when she was there, they were getting into word. <laughs> and Elizabeth said, whoa. The baby inside of me leapt for joy. And then she started prophesying. And then Mary started prophesying. And so this thing was stirring up on the inside of her all the time. And it was growing up on the inside of her. She didn't need no man. Now don't start your woman's rights business. (laughs) This was a holy situation. But that word, she took it. She said to that angel, all right, that's going to happen because you said it. Our current vernacular. And she took it. That's why the angel departed from her. He said, well, she she took the word. Once she took it, it it locked on the inside of her. And then she was just talking as if she's pregnant. She just acted like that. And and that word took root on the inside of her. And there we see in John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word was made flesh. Mm It was the Word, the word that, was spoken. that was made flesh. Mm. In that situation, it wasn't sperm. Yeah. It was Word. Yeah. Powerful. Can we end this off in prayer? Mm-hmm. We can. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you for your preached Word tonight. Thank you, Father, for opening up their eyes... Thank you for giving them ears to hear. Thank you for giving them a heart to receive on how to take it. We bless you, Lord. We thank you that this word will not return void, but it will prosper in the thing whereto we sent it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And guys, I hope you enjoyed that message. Remember, faith comes by hearing,
0: so keep on hearing. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sew via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of Snapscan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.